Hello, and thank you for joining us in the next episode of For Greater Knowledge, the official podcast of Tau Beta Sigma, the Honorary Band Service Sorority. My name is Leslie Garten, and I am the National Vice President for Communication and Recognition. In this episode, I'll be reading our two most recent statements we as the national leadership of Tau Beta Sigma have made in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement. I will be discussing COVID-19 with one of the heads of our Health and Safety Committee, and you'll also hear from active members Kristen and Destiny. Without further ado, let's get started. As we gear up for the summer months, there's many things to look forward to within our organization. Be on the lookout for our 2020 scholarship recipients to be revealed soon. Also, congratulations to all chapters who completed the 2019-2020 Focus on Five campaign. The national leadership is proud of your fortitude and persistence in completing your mission. I will read the list of all chapters who achieved this honor in next week's episode. The following message was released over our active and alumni listserv and on the kkytbs.org website on May 31st. Dear sisters and brothers of Tau Beta Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to have a direct and negative impact on our membership, band programs, and campuses, several of our active and alumni members are also being confronted by another crisis that needs to be recognized, racial violence. While racial violence has permeated our country for many years, the tragic murders of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Brianna Taylor, and countless others have left us scared, angry, and frustrated. During these concerning times, Tau Beta Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi stand in solidarity with the Black and African American community and with all of our sisters and brothers of color. Your lives, your health, and your safety matter. We encourage all of our active and alumni members to reflect upon the missions and ideals of our organizations. Remember that our rituals direct us to care for each other without reservation and they show us that compassion and love are essential to our lives. Sisters and brothers, we want to know that we hear you. We recognize and share your anger and your fear. We also recognize the contributions African Americans have made to advance the art of collegiate band music, both culturally and historically. Over the last few days, we have held off on releasing a public statement to give our National Council, Board of Trustees, and Alumni Board leadership team members the time and safe space to process and express their own emotions in order to provide appropriate membership guidance. We appreciate your patience as we took this necessary step. As we look to the fall semester, the national leadership teams will continue to focus on providing support to our chapters and alumni, banding together to tackle the difficulty in uncertainty that lies ahead. Additionally, our joint national leadership will work to continue conversations and programming surrounding diversity and inclusion in order to reinforce and strengthen environments that align with our values and purposes. It is important that we continue to listen to our membership, provide support as needed, and live out our missions and our values. In the bond, the national leadership teams of Tau Beta Sigma and Kappa Kappa Psi. On June 5th, we released the following statement on our social media. As leaders, we know that we have work to do turning our words into actions, and one of the important ways we can do that is through social advocacy. We have watched as chapters of Tau Beta Sigma from across the country have banded together in solidarity with the Black and African American community and with our sisters and brothers of color. You all are truly living our values. 
Throughout this week, our national leadership team has been working to develop guidance and resources in an effort to provide tools for our chapters so that they can be advocates for Black Lives Matter and other issues facing our country. Our current guidance and resource list can be found at tbsigma.org slash tbs advocacy. Our national leadership team is also working to better educate ourselves in all matters of equity, diversity, and inclusion. We are reflecting on thoughtful and intentional actions that we can take to provide opportunities within our operations and programming that will encourage a more diverse and inclusive sorority. We look forward to sharing more specific plans and action items with you in the weeks and months to come. We stand for things held dear. Black Sisters Matter, Black Chapters Matter, Black Lives Matter. I had a thoughtful discussion with Dr. Katherine Kelly for this month's podcast in regards to COVID-19, the Black Lives Matter movement, but to be respectful of everyone's time, that episode will be released next week. Without further ado, let's hear from Allison, Kristen. Hello. Uh, joining me today is Allison Lehman. How are you, Allison? I'm doing quite well. Thanks, Leslie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So you have many hats with the, this organization. For one, you're uh, one of our Northeast District Counselors. You're also on the Curriculum Committee on Overture. You helped create that. And then today, we're going to be talking about uh, your involvement with the Health and Safety Committee. So could you talk to the listeners, please, about the Health and Safety Team and what all you do? Yeah, sure. So health and sa- the Health and Safety Committee is comprised of a small group of either medical or public health professionals who are brothers and sisters. It's a joint committee. And we were started really as the COVID-19 pandemic was gaining steam throughout the United States. And the first aim was being able to quickly answer chapter member questions, either brothers or sisters, about not so much about what COVID-19 was, but what the impact might look like for their chapter, for their campus, for district convention and having that one central source of all information about the impact on campuses for all of our chapters across the nation. So that's where we started. And now as we're a couple of months, it's only about three months, I'm realizing now. It feels like 13 years, doesn't it? It's been crazy. It's a lot of time built into a short actual span of time. Um, We're starting to transition more into thinking about the long term, thinking about what the impacts may be for the summer and for the fall. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to transition a bit. But the prime goal is to be a resource of information for both health and safety matters that impact the organizations, starting with COVID-19, since that's what we're dealing with right now, but also a resource moving forward. So this kind of like was a thought process to begin with, probably from Adrian, our national president, and then uh, COVID-19 kind of moved that forward on getting this together and having finite plans within it, basically, you're saying? Yeah, I think that COVID-19 put thoughts into more of a rolling action Mm -hmm. and because there was an immediate need. And now we're getting to have more discussions about what resources can be developed, whether it's like a standard operating procedure of what happens if we transition six district conventions to be virtual or any singular event too. So rather than figuring out how to do something or what the best way to communicate and all the steps that need to take place to be successful in the transition, you just have the resource going down to having example emails and spreadsheets Mm -hmm. available to you right away. And I should say too, it's not just about the transitions, but we've in part of our transition now looking to the future is thinking more about what our resources should be during like 
in-person events. So if something takes place at a district convention or a national convention, what resources do we have within national headquarters, within the national leadership teams and communication expectations, even for attendees to know right away that if something is happening, here's what the right steps are that I should do. So that we management in the process. Okay. And some mitigation. I think we've joked about Adrian in that way that she's definitely Leslie Nope. She's got the crisis folder or the binders. I think this is one of those processes. So good. So what professional experience do you have to specifically head this group? My background is in public health. I earned a master of public health degree. I'm realizing now it was six years ago. That's crazy. I was (laughs) surprised. Six year discussion again. Yeah, so I've worked in public health and mostly in healthcare management for the last six years. So my roles have been um, mostly in operations and project management. I worked over a 600 plus person medical scribe department. The scribes, of course, aren't all in one place. It was in five states and I personally oversaw up to, I think, 14 sites at one time, but there were over 30 sites within my department. So being able to manage communication and operations and initiatives with remote people and remote teams is definitely in my wheelhouse. So I think that I bring that experience into how we're collecting information and organizing ourselves within the committee. That makes sense. So within, I guess I'm just curious, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but within like a public health degree, like what type of classes are those? What type of training do you get? Something like that. Uh, So in my program, I took courses in epidemiology. So that really ties in as a buzzword with COVID-19. So epidemiologists are studying the virus, looking to see how it spreads from person to person or within a community. Mm -hmm. I also took classes in biostatistics, health policy and management, um, healthcare law. So seeing how different legislation at the state and national level impact the way that we receive healthcare or different rights that we have. else did I take? I took a lot of global health since my concentration was in global health, but mostly okay. focused on program planning. And then beyond the concentration, my emphasis was in managing disasters and complex humanitarian emergencies. It's really mm-hmm. long, but basically no, it's legit though. And I think most public health programs require that core set. Oh, environmental health. I skipped that one. So those are environmental the- health specifically. So thinking about our water, air quality, different things like OSHA and uh, like employment workplace standards for health and safety. Okay. A lot of that. Thank you. So when did the team start and what has it accomplished so far? The health and safety committee started, uh, I would say in mid-March was when Mm -hmm. the first real discussions took place. And it was really get the boots on the ground. The two emails were created. So health and safety at tbsigma.org and health and safety at kksi.org. And all the committee members, including the national presidents and national executive director, whenever you send an email to one of those addresses, all of the committee members are forwarded the email. And then we have a way of communicating who's responding. Okay. And there's also a large repository of all the communication that's been received so we can track what's taking place on each campus. What questions have you gotten? In the beginning, there were a lot of questions about what happens to the chapter and chapter operations when the campus suddenly closes. Um, Students were in the middle of their member education processes. They hadn't conducted elections yet for this upcoming academic year. 
there was a lot of business that was still needed to be done. Mm -hmm. And there was questions about how to accomplish that. Aside from those questions, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of updates from every update imaginable from band directors, from the provost of a university system, from, and we're being forwarded these, we're not getting them directly mentioned, but as new updates do come in, we're still tracking everything. And I think in the near future, there may be more calls for email updates as you learn what's happening on your campus in the fall semester. So standard stuff, that makes sense. Cool. Uh, What are the future plans for the team? I think this is really exciting and it's at least to my knowledge, a new direction for our organizations and really laying out plans and resources for things that might happen in the future. Okay. So we've transitioned to start writing out almost standard operating procedures, but developing resources so that if an emergency does take place in the future, there's a resource of here's what we should actually be doing. An actual plan in place. Okay. Yeah. For example, we should collect emergency contact information from all attendees that are attending an in-person event on the off chance that something may happen and we would need to get in touch with that emergency contact or laying out communication plans for what happens if there is let's say a medical event that happens during an in-person event of course the first thing would be to call 911 but then how do we communicate within our team about what's taking place and how do we just have documentation and backup for it and it's something that all of the national leadership team would need to know when mm-hmm. they're the point person at an event I think it'd be hard to constantly be thinking of the worst possible scenario and like having to plan for that. Is that daunting or like draining at all? Or how does that work? I think, I think for me, I've always worked in emergency medicine as Mm -hmm. well. So like I started off as an EMT while I was in college and then worked as a medical scribe in emergency departments before, well, after I finished my um, graduate degree, I then came into the corporate side, but still focusing on emergency medicine. So it's kind of just the norm in my brain, but I don't think that you think through, think of too much about, I should say, the the worst possible outcome. It's saying, okay, what can we do? Procedures and information and resources in place so that if something bad happens, we can make sure that it's as little of an impact as we possibly can. So I, I think it's having the framing of we're doing this work to make sure that if something happens, it's not as bad as it could be versus this terrible thing could happen all the time. Okay. That's a better mindset than I was thinking. Good. That makes me feel better with that. Cool. Uh, What can listeners do to help the health and safety team? Oh, that's a great question. The first thing I would say is you should be over communicative about updates from your school. So right now we know there's a lot of uncertainty about the fall semester, whether you'll be on campus or remote or a hybrid setting. There's uncertainty about band programs as well, and we should be getting more information in the upcoming weeks, months, hopefully. So as you get an update, forward it right along to the health and safety at tbsigma email address and at tbsigma.org email address. And that way we can continue to monitor what's taking place at the campus level, and that can help inform more decisions about operations for the fall semester. Excellent. Yeah. And if you get the same information five times, it's better than no times, right? I love getting information multiple times and I let them know how proud I am of chapters when they (laughs) send multiple messages. That's an excellent point. That's the counselor had in there as well. (laughs) 
Excellent. How do you see COVID-19 affecting the next school year? Well, I feel like there's so much information that we're still learning, both about the virus itself and what the impact is from reopening. So I don't want to put out a true projection because I feel like that's not fair and it can't really be correct. I'm also in no way, shape or form an epidemiologist. Well, that gives you credit as well for not making a full prediction because that's right. Um, But I think no matter what for our schools, there's going to be changes. It may be about being remote versus in person. It may be about class sizes being smaller. It may be the way that you learn and the format and style of how you interact with your campus and with your peers is different. But the important thing and what I keep thinking and reflecting back to the Northeast District Council is that no matter what the campus looks like, they're still going to be banned in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. So for all of us um, as Tau Beta Sigma members, our service, our dedication, our love for it, that isn't changing. So you will show up, it might look different, it might feel different in planning, but it's still our job to be there to support and serve however our band programs need us. It's good to remember as there is no ultimate decision or ultimate, we know what's going to happen, but band will get through this. We'll we'll all get through this together and still support one another and still be doing good. But yeah. Is there uh, anything else that you would like the listeners to know? I think just being really smart about your decisions over the summer, making sure to still respect social distancing um, rules, whether that's wearing a mask, whether that's not going to certain venues that may put you at risk for either contracting the disease or being a carrier, being smart about your choices. Um, So kind of that's my normal shtick is be smart about your choices. (laughs) Now it just also applies to the virus to remember that we're here. Um, And I'm using the very big we of the national leadership team. I don't think anybody will fault me for that. That we're here to support you all and that we want to know what's going on because that helps all of us to make better decisions on how to support you. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I think that's a good point that cannot be iterated enough. Excellent. Cool. Thanks, Allison, for joining us and really appreciate it. Absolutely. And my last thing, wash your hands. Just seriously, wash your hands. Hello. Uh, Joining me today is Kristen Bryan from the North Central District. How are you, Kristen? I'm doing okay. Good. Good to hear. We already got your name covered. Would you please tell the listeners uh, what chapter in school you're from? I'm from the Zeta Gamma chapter at Eastern Illinois University. Okay, cool. Oh, shoot. I always try to look up mascots. Is it some sort of bird? Am I off? No. Okay. What is it? Panthers. Panthers. Why wouldn't I remember that? Go Panthers then. Good deal. And then I know you just graduated, but what was your major? I was an English major with concentrations in professional writing and creative writing. Excellent. That sounds like a lot of writing, honestly, and it sounds like you enjoy that. So that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, going into your band and chapter experience with Zeta Gamma, um, could you tell me uh, your band and chapter past leadership positions? I was, the only thing that I held a position for was the focus on five liaison. I had health issues that kind of, I wouldn't have been able to be a good leader as I would. That's more than okay. Like just knowing what you can do, I think is a big sign of maturity and focus on five is no joke. Like we ask a lot of our members and hopefully for good in that way. So I wouldn't put yourself down on that. I know you guys had 
good participation. I saw your names and lots of stuff. So don't put yourself down on that stuff. I think that's very important. Uh, what instrument do you play or instruments? So I'm kind of going to work backwards. So sure. in uh, at EIU, I was only in the athletic band. So I marched, I marched mellophone in the Panther marching band and in the pep band. And then community college, I played French horn, okay. which for like, I know in my community college at that point, our music department was small. So like I was the entire high brass section. Very stressful. It's a big weight to bear. Not even any trumpets or anything? No. Well, in my last semester there, we didn't have any trumpets. But like my first year there, we had trumpets. It was like kind of fluctuating. But like the department's grown since then. So they have trumpets now, which is a good thing. That's helpful. But horns can handle the load. That's more than okay. They have cooler parts sometimes anyway. So yeah. And then in high school, I played trumpet and baritone, and then I marched flugelhorn. Okay. Because I really? couldn't march, you know, a normal instrument. I had to go with Oh, I've never heard of that. Their instrument. Sounds better than mellophone. That's a not fun instrument. No yeah. means to hate on the mellow players who enjoy it, but I don't know many who do enjoy it. So flugel would be kind of cool. Yeah. I got so asked to play it my freshman year. Yeah. And then, like, I got asked to play something else my sophomore year. I'm like, no, I like it. So I just no, played it well. Were you the only uh, flugel player, or was there a couple? Um, we did. We had, the school had two flugelhorns. Okay. But, like, I was the only one that was really on it. Like, my yeah. freshman year and junior year, there was someone else on it. But I was the only one that really did play it. Interesting. So would you play, like, third trumpet parts and play the lower stuff? Or what would you play? Depending, like, I know my junior year, we didn't have, it was, our show was Hunger Games, so we didn't have, oh, like, cool. it was more like concert band music, so I yeah. played, like, third trumpet on that, okay. but, like, when we did Les Mis and other stuff, I played B-flat horn parts, Ah, so some of them okay. actually did have Yeah, that's for good. it. That makes sense. Yeah. I always wondered what those parts were for, because I'm like, this is lower than trumpet. <laughs> yes, as a band director, I've never even thought about playing flugel or having flugel. That's neat. Getting into Tau Beta Sigma stuff, um, Kristen, how did you first learn about Tau Beta Sigma and what made you want to join? Well, I first heard about Tau Beta Sigma actually like during band camp my f- junior year at EIU because mm-hmm. TBS and KK site like both do like service to the PMB, the oh. Panther Marching Band. TBS brings out the yard markers and the first day kit and KK Psy brings out the water jug for each each and every rehearsal. So that okay. was like that's how I first learned about mm-hmm. both organizations. Like I learned about them but like I didn't really know like quite exactly what they did and I didn't yeah. ever see myself joining them. So I'm like they're music organizations. Like I'm not a music major so I right. don't really need to know much about these organizations okay and then like you know i started seeing around like doudna which is our fine arts building okay. i started seeing around doudna more and i kind of okay this is cool and then I, in spring of 2019 i got a bid like i'm not a music major like why am i getting okay. a bid so i did a little bit more research on it i'm like okay i kind of i'm liking like what their ideals are and mm-hmm. there was i was like on the fence about joining so I'm, like i don't think like I'm an English major. Like, I don't think I should join. And then just like, I think that you were like worthy of it or what, like that you could have a voice or participate or what was your reservations? It was kind of that, like, also like, I'm not really someone that like puts myself out there. 
Sure. You know, I didn't think I'm an English major that I wouldn't really have a lot to say in like a music or okay. music sorority. And so like I talked to my um, mellow section leader and she's like, oh, yeah, TBS is a good organization. You should go for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was still having like a bit of I don't know. Right. And I remember I had like this exact same feeling about joining college marching band. So mm-hmm. I'm not a music major. Mm-hmm. And I remember at community college, I was talking to my band director at the time. His name was Wade. I was talking to him and he's like, well, why do you want to join a college marching band? Mm-hmm. And I think it really kind of came down to like, I wanted to join something like bigger than myself, like something I could yeah. be a part of and like have an impact. And like, mm-hmm. I really loved, jo- I really loved the PMB because like we do a lot of stuff and like going to home games, going to exhibition performances, it was fun. Yeah, And I'm like, well, you know, I can try to join uh, Zeta Gamma and like, you know, if I don't like it, I can always tell them, be like, hey, I don't think this is for me and I can always like drop out. So I decided I'm like, you know what, I'll accept my bid. And like, you know, if I don't like it, I can drop out. And then I didn't drop out, obviously. Yeah, it's a good decision. That's it is. It, it, there, it's, it sounds like it was daunting. I think it's daunting for a lot of people, myself included, but sometimes I think we know the saying that what's good isn't usually easy or something worthwhile yeah. isn't usually easy. Yeah. But And you could say that about the education process that's intense, but to uphold ideals and everything is cool. Cool. Well, I'll speak on behalf of the whole organization. We're very happy that you did decide to join and that you're putting yourself out that there for this even. This is really cool too. So uh, meteor question, uh, what's your favorite eight and five and why? Okay, so my favorite uh, essential factor would be number four, which is a cheerfulness at all times and under all circumstances, even in the face of great trial. And then number, and then the purpose would be number five, which would be cultivation and maintenance of your emotional poise under all conditions. I'm gonna kind of break this, like. I wrote this down like I have yeah, yeah. a very long explanation. That's your major, like I totally understand. That's cool. I kind of broke this down as like personal and like chapter. Anyone anyone who knows me, anyone who like met me in the past like year knows that this past marching band season, which was my last season, I ended up with a knee injury during the third day of band camp. And, like, that took me out for, like, a very long time. Mm. I could not march. And, like, I went to health services, like, two days, two weeks after band camp. And, like, they did, like, two tests on me. They took x-rays. The lady that was, like, checking me out, she just kind of looked at me and she's like, how are you still walking? (laughs) Because my knees were, like, that swollen. Because you're stubborn, probably. (laughs) like I really didn't want to like go there and them tell me like oh yeah you can't march for the rest of the season because it was my second and last season and like a lot of it I was on the sideline for like a very long time like I don't think there was a single rehearsal this season that I was in the entire time and like there'd be times I'd be walking back like my apartment was like two minutes away from the practice field and it would take me like eight minutes to go home it's like I would just be like in pain walking like I'd be crying yeah a lot of this is like I was putting so much pressure on the stuff like I couldn't do like I couldn't do run on I couldn't do like some of the cadence dances that we do and like I was really bummed out about that and like I remember just like looking through my um binder and like I was looking through the eight and five and I'm like 
I should be focusing on the stuff that I still can do. And like, you know, like I can't do like run on. I had to sit at like one of our shows this year was we did Time Warp, which is a very, very fast paced song. Right, right. And like I could only like practice that once because like it just took my oh. knees out. Right. Was and it like, just curious, was it an ACL injury or what exactly did was, they diagnose it as? I don't know what exactly it was, but it was like the muscle on like the inside of the knee. Um, and it was like they said like okay. I overworked it. Of course. Well, marching band will do that, unfortunately. Yeah. I kind of, I was so focused on, like, oh, I want to do run-on for the next performance. Like, I'm trying just to get better, just mm-hmm. so I can do run-on. Mm-hmm. And, like, I never did run-on the entire season. Cause, like, it was, because our run-on is essentially, like, kind of like a fast chair step. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like that was kind of an impossible goal for me to set to yeah. begin with because here I am like months later I'm still not like I haven't right. ran I haven't jumped because like I'm still dealing with that right for sure it was just taking that taking my um not really problem but like the one thing that was like your obstacle like, my, and, your obstacle to yeah, my obstacle. basically mm. yeah it's like I was focusing my season on that and not like just Which having is a fun human, that's a totally understandable human reaction but that's commendable for you to persevere past that in a lot of ways that's that's really cool once I changed my mindset of like not just focusing strictly on my injury Mm -hmm. I kind of like I was able to experience my senior year of marching band and it was probably one of my favorite seasons I mean I only have two but still that's okay like you still had high school and stuff like that too yeah yeah wow and And then, like, my second reason kind of revolves around my, around Zeta Gamma. Like, we're a, we're one of the smaller chapters. We have, like, when I graduated, we had four people in our chapter. And, you know, we've gone through a lot of stuff. Like, we've gone through, we've gone, I don't know if I really want to say any of it. We've gone through stuff that have, that could have pulled us apart. Oh, yeah. Like, we've, we're a very, very close chapter, and, like, if we go through something, we, like, kind of message each other, like, hey, this is what happened. We bring it up at next chapter. We go mm-hmm. through it. We hash out, like, what we want to say. We talk to our sponsor about it, and then mm-hmm. we tackle it as a group. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's something. We've gone through, like, a lot of emotional changes as a chapter as well, and, like, I know this in March, like, my Emily, our chapter president, got like an email saying like we were finalists for Counselors Cup. We're like, yeah. this is something we'd never done. That's huge. And we were all super excited about that. Yeah. And I think that kind of just shows the growth and like the maturity that we've had as a chapter. I think that's watching like, you light up about that is really cool. That's, yeah. that's really inspiring. I wish I wish this is video in some ways because of that, but I think <laughs> listeners can hear it in your voice how cool that is. Like that work, that work you put in made made that happen which is really admirable in a lot of ways so i could say personal experience i i got to sit in on counselor cup interviews and you guys you guys definitely lots of heart it was very very inspirational so it was really cool to watch you guys talk that the way that you did it was really neat so yeah all right now that we're all crying thank you uh (laughs) very cool i really like uh how you pointed out. And I think that's an inspirational thing that we should all take into consideration. I think we all do in our own different ways, but you focused on what you could do. That's really neat. That's, that shows a lot of uh, maturity and it shows admirable qualities. And I think is really, 
good and I know you're you just graduated and you're figuring out the real world but with that perseverance and what you've shown so far you're going to be just fine you got this don't worry about it you'll be okay what other hobbies do you have well like obviously I'm a writer in 2017 my first year of community college I had a play of mine performed at the high school I graduated from it's something I was really excited about I'm still working on like rewriting it but like Mm -hmm. that's something like I consider like a major hobby but like also like I I'm huge into theater I don't know I know like the audience can't see like I've got like just a shelf of like theater knickknacks from all the shows I've been in and like I've got pictures on my wall and stuff like I'm very much into theater and I'm also like I've been in choir I sing soprano and like like I don't know if you count it but like I play sims and pokemon go (laughs) if you count that more than acceptable that's an excellent hobby like all those are excellent things cool yeah it sounds like you keep busy which is cool yeah all right and so we were talking about earlier and uh you kind of reached out um wanting to talk a little bit uh so this question you mentioned to me previously that you went to a community college and to the listeners before attending eastern illinois would you please provide your perspective of the organization and how we should actively recruit more community college members so this is I might have to refer to my notes for this because I wrote a very long okay. thing. No, it's so, legit. It's a good perspective that I'm looking forward to hearing. So, so like I really didn't have knowledge of TBS, like like I said, until I reached EIU. I think it would be good to like recruit like uh, community colleges. I know not every community college has a music department, but the right. one I came from had a, like it's it was it's a very good music department and it's been like growing since and I think one of the things that community college that I go that I went to only Central College has tuition waivers available for okay. like full rights for be, just being in music wow. and like I wanted to bring Zeta Gamma back to my community college because like it's a very lively music department like we planned on like going down there talking to them going to a pet band game and like that didn't happen. We tried doing it again and then COVID happened. We were even thinking about having like member for a day, like having like community college in high school. That didn't happen. Right. A lot of of the stuff, you know, didn't happen for obvious reasons. Fair, 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 fair. I've been talking to like some transfer people and they're saying like they didn't, their transfer schools, there's like more of a focus on freshmen and that like like transfer students like just are expected to know what's going on even though like we're going to a brand new school right we don't know what's going on and you know I think like reaching out to community college people just initiating conversation it's like it doesn't have to be like oh going there talking to them and playing a pet big game or playing at a concert with them it could just be talking to them and setting it on one of the rehearsals I think it could be fun and it'd be like it's like there's a focus on having like high schoolers on down and like senior citizens but like we really like I feel like community college often gets overlooked absolutely and I think it would be fun to have like just have chapters go and talk to community college students yeah for sure well there's definitely service project aspects to that absolutely I think they're serving their communities just as much as high schools and I've seen some really good community college music programs that it's commendable as students are there two to three to four years and so it's even more turnaround and it provides a space for people to kind of express themselves just music departments in general i think 
it's really, I really enjoy seeing, like, I, I was a music major in college, but through Tau Beta Sigma and through just uh, our ensembles and everything, non-music majors were really enjoyable. It's fun to watch them come in and this was their release in a lot of ways or their, their fun thing of whatever else they're doing. And that's inspirational in that way. And community college, obviously, that's that way as well. So, yeah. yeah. I cool. think, like, another thing, it's like, a lot of, like, the reason, like I said, like, why I was hesitant on joining TBS is because I mm-hmm. wasn't a music major. And right. I think, you know, if we can get to, like, community colleges and be like, hey, you don't have to be a music major. And, like, you don't have to. You can be in TBS. Like, what I, I've only been in TBS for a year. And, like, I do not, I don't regret it one bit. And, no. like, I feel like some people that transfer are like, oh, I, I'm not going to get enough connection. Like, I don't know why I would join something just for a year. Right. But it's, like, I, I love my chapter. I love Zeta Gamma. Yeah. And, like, I've made, like, I've made a lot of connections there. I think it's worthwhile to have community college kids in your chapters and like it can bring like a different experience if you're just bringing in people who've been to your college or like freshmen sophomores who have been in your college for two years mm-hmm. you can get a different perspective from community college individuals and like mm-hmm find like different outlets to do community service different avenues to do like service projects and stuff yeah absolutely yeah one year isn't very long but there's two two perspectives to take off of that i think one year isn't too isn't very long but it's still long enough to create connections and to do good yeah and your life isn't done with tabita sigma after like after college, that's what we have, this large alumni organization, this is how, there's lots of other opportunities as well. Cool. Yeah, like, if it wasn't, like, this, because, like, when I, this year, I haven't been able to do, like, I didn't get to go to convention, I didn't get, get to go to anything else. Mm-hmm. If, like, COVID didn't happen, like, I would still have the opportunity to go to these um, organizations, even though I've only been active for just a year, I still would have been able to have an experience and have and make connections and have friendships with individuals sure. from different schools. Like I've, I only went to North Block in the, for the NCD and like, I've made two friends there and like, that's, it's worthwhile. Yeah. That's still something to do. Yeah. That's awesome. It's worthwhile. I think is a good part of that for sure. Cool. Uh, is there, thank you very much for joining us, Kristen. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners? You know, just consider reaching out to community college graduates. You know, we're just as fun. We're just as, you're I don't know. What. Experience. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're just as willing. You're just, yeah. you're just as able as an 18 year old. And yeah. consider, you know, I live in a rural town, like consider mm-hmm. coming to rural towns, like Crescendo Coda projects. Cause I know like we don't usually get a lot of that stuff here. And yeah, I think sure. that would be fun for my, my high school has like 750 kids in a total. Okay. I think that would be like fun for the music department in my high school to like have that experience that. Yeah. And, and that's then, almost double duty in some way because you're recruiting for your college as well. And you know, the last thing, not really like TBS related, but like there's a lot going on in the world. Correct. Take some time for yourself. Right. Like just take 15 minutes away from social media, do something for yourself. Just breathe. It'll be fine. It'll be okay. Agreed. Agreed. There's a lot of a lot of tensions and a lot of emotions. And yeah. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So Yeah. 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 I've I've had to delete like some social media apps for like 
a day or two just to like right. breathe and like do something for myself, which for has sure. been cathartic. Yeah, it's helpful. It's helpful to reset a little bit yeah. as well. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, thank you, Kristen, for joining us. I really appreciate it. It was fun being here. Hello. Uh, joining me today is Destiny Leger from the Southwest District. How are you, Destiny? I'm doing good. Good to hear. Is someone mowing the lawn around you, or what's going on? Um, shouldn't be anything like that. Oh, okay. Quiet area. <laughs> oh, good deal. Uh, could you tell the listeners uh, what chapter in school you're from? I'm from the Ada Pi chapter at Northwestern State in Massachusetts. Excellent. Oh, and I forgot to look this up. Northwestern State, what's your, I don't even know if I want to guess, what's your mascot? I always like to know. Uh, demons. We say fourth and demons. Nice. That's one of the cooler ones. Yeah. Don't want to mess around with that. Good deal. Uh, and then what year are you actually? I, I don't even know. I'm an, I'm an incoming senior. Okay, cool. And then uh, what's your major? I'm a social work major. Social work. Excellent. Cool. Going into what are your band and chapter past leadership positions that you've held? In my chapter past leaderships, leadership positions I've held, um, secretary, and I'm currently vice president of membership. Okay, cool. And then, so along with that, you also hold a role within the Southwest District. Would you talk about that a little bit? I do. I'm currently the vice president of special projects for the Southwest District. Excellent. Um, Yeah. Yeah, congratulations. That's a big deal. Javon is fun to work with. Have you gotten to know her pretty well already? She's She is. She's such a gem. <laughs> she's awesome. She's awesome. She's good people. So cool. Uh, and then what instruments or instruments do you play? I play clarinet. Just clarinet. Okay. That's more than okay. You've got other things to do, it sounds like. Social work is no joke as a major I would imagine would you like to go like are you going to get your MSW when you graduate with your bachelor yes okay I am cool do you have uh what's your plans along with that if you know yet like work in a hospital setting or what do you Um, think I'm thinking about um going into mental health specifically uh substance abuse okay excellent being on the ground with um working with people Excellent. Well, you have another excellent role model with uh, your counselor, Ashlyn, as well. So, grounding yourself with some neat people. You got some great ones around there. Cool. Going into Tau Beta Sigma stuff, how did you first learn about TBS and what made you want to join? I first learned about TBS through um, a, fam- a family member who was a sister in um, at, of Ada Pi whenever she oh. went to school. Okay. And it just kind of started from there. And whenever my freshman year, whenever um, they were doing recruitment, there was the fall semester, there was a hurricane or there was a storm that happened. So I ended up missing the recruit, the recruitment season because um, I went back home to yeah. out the storm. But that following spring, I came back out. It was just having seen the service that they've done during the football season and the friendly faces in the music building. I was just like, you know, I want to be a part of that. I love serving. It's just something that comes uh, naturally to me. And so it was really great to be able to be a part of that and give back to Bayon, which has done so much for me. Yeah, so absolutely. That's, cool. that's been it. Cool. Yeah, I've kind of seen, I've been fun to watch Ada Pie, watch all the service. You guys are 
excellent focus on five participants and yes, your social media presence is good. Uh, side note, I was going to tell you privately, but I forgot and I don't know if I'll add this or not, but I don't know what your Kappa designation chapter is, but I, I went to the University of Northern Iowa. We're Zeta Nu, but our brother chapter is Eta Pi. So I've always like, ah. yeah, so small world. So I remember always hearing, like, I think we looked it up a long time ago. I've been around for forever, but I'm just like, oh, what's the other chap? What's the Tau designation? That's so cool. And stuff like that. So known about Northwestern State for a little while because of that. Not anybody from there. So you and Sierra, yeah. fun that way. So yeah, random side note. I just wanted to tell you and be excited a little bit just because that's kind that's of That's cool. Yeah. I've, never, I've never looked to see the KKSI um, oh, it's, counterpart it's a, for... Yeah. What's your, us, uh, that, what's so. your KK Psy chapter designation? We, our brother chapter is Theta New. Theta New? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would say look it up, but of what I remember, I think it's Clark Atlanta, which is an inactive chapter, but um, it's still cool though. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what OMRS is for, is to go down a rabbit hole like that. It's kind of fun. It is. But yeah. Cool. Uh, getting into the meteor question, um, big question uh, for this podcast. What is your favorite eight and five and why? So my favorite is a five, uh, cultivation okay. and maintenance of your emotional poise under all conditions. Just because um, in life, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's hard to like remember to take, take a minute to stop, breathe, and then move forward. And so what I like to do, I'll just say, you know, maintenance of emotional poise. I'll just like, um, just like ripping and running throughout the day. Sometimes I might just take a second to say emotional poise. I breathe in, breathe out, and then yeah. continue on just as a reminder that even in the midst of being in a whirlwind, you can still find your center and have a moment of peace. Yeah, for sure. I think that's very important just for awareness, and that's hard to do sometimes, so that's excellent. Cool. Excellent. Uh, is there any other hobbies that you'd like to share with us? Band is um, a big one, but there might be other band things. Band is a big one. I'm really into um, learning about self-care and like different aspects of self-care and like it looks different for everyone with being a social work major i like to know more about it um for myself mm -hmm. but also to help my friends family and like my future clients yeah for sure it's hard to advocate without you practicing it yourself i would imagine yeah absolutely so what is your go-to stress relief is there physical or different physical or mental ones or what do you got for usually like my go-to will be um I have a playlist, so like I'll listen to like certain certain songs to just kind of bring back nostalgia and like with that it's like you know a little a little bit of peace. Um, physically, I like to go walking a lot for like long distance, and I like admire the nature and stuff around me. I'll take time to like disconnect from my phone, I'm just having podcasts or something playing, or I'll just take my headphones out and just listen to the wind, different things like that, just to ground myself. I'm very into like grounding techniques, I guess. Yeah, I think those are all excellent things. There's no right or wrong answer, but unplugging, I think, is something we could all do a little more of. It's just yes. constant. It's crazy how much information is just like at the tip of your fingers nowadays, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. Take that moment to be like, okay, I don't need to check Facebook. No. 
every 20 minutes, I can just check it once every couple of hours. If somebody really needs me, they can text a call. Yep, it'll, it'll still be there. Nothing's yep. going away. They're not going to gain anything from checking that any tw- every 20 minutes, I don't think. So, yeah. Excellent. Good points. Uh, is there anything else that you would like the listeners to know? Just that to al- always remember that you are your biggest advocate for yourself. And while you are pursuing um, leadership positions, whether that is in band, chapter, district level, anything like that, always remember to take moments to find peace within everything that you're doing as well as to have a great support system to help keep you grounded and to keep reminding you of your goals and it doesn't hurt to write them down look at them you know a few times a day just to remember where you're going yeah yeah dang that was helpful for me I didn't even realize I needed that that's awesome feel much you're welcome yeah thank you I'm taking some time today um we have like um the smart goals Mm -hmm. uh worksheet that we're doing to start preparing for um our district council meeting later this week but I was just like you know what I'm gonna turn out an extra copy and like I need to do one just for like what are destiny's goals right absolutely me and a friend made a 2020 like list of goals at the beginning of the year but it's like the middle of the year now you know june so it's like okay let's take a minute to like self-reflect and go back to those goals make your top five yeah yeah. especially with the evolution of everything compared to january you might have some completely different goals or yeah stuff like that so i don't think that's that's an excellent idea and you probably it sounds like you're feeling better already just kind of or you're excited to go do that and see what things you can really focus on and everything. Yeah, I am. I'm very much of a to-do, like, to-do list task-oriented person. So it's just kind of like whenever I'm thinking about setting setting goals, it's nice to be able to break it down. But then also once I've accomplished it, it's like, hey, yeah. it took all these steps. It might have taken longer than I thought, but I got it done. Just be kind to yourself and adjust as needed. Do what's works for you but yeah cool all right well now i'm all calm and zen i hope everybody else is too uh yeah excellent thank you very much for joining us destiny i really appreciate it thank you for having me if you have any questions concerns feedback or have suggestions for future episodes please check out the for greater knowledge facebook page on that page is a google form to submit your feedback you may also contact me directly you may email me at lesler at tbsigma.org. That is L-E-S-L-E-R. You are also free to find me on Facebook. I am also in charge of our national social media, so you may contact me through our national Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram pages as I check each of those daily. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you learned something, and remember to go forth with much love in the bond.